Well, hey, everybody, it's January again. This is week two. Hopefully, uh, last week you're with us on the podcast. Introduce Zach Daniel. We got a really cool story of Zach as he is transitioning out of being the lead pastor in Dallas, Texas, of Antioch, Dallas. And um, um, But today, um, I, I just, Jordan, you know, I want us to unpack dropping the oars, kind mm-hmm. of, this is probably one of our last podcasts on dropping the oars, but it's been so powerful, right. so helpful to people. But I want to unpack the idea of we instead of me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, local church is the basis for kind of what God has called us to do, mm-hmm. to redeem, to empower, to see the joy of the local church right. as the expression of God uh, in, in all that he's doing. And so when I think about Drop the Oars, of course, I go first personally, and mm-hmm. Laura and I talked that through, and our family and friends. But in the end, there's also corporate expressions because it's not just about me dropping yours, though it has to be owned by me. Mm-hmm. It's about we. Right. It's always about we. The whole scripture is written to a people, right. not just a person. Right. And uh, I think as Americans, we just loop on this. We're so independent. Mm-hmm. And the positive side of that is that I need to own my own stuff and sure. not, not project it out. At the same time, the real downside of that is I don't see myself as a part of a whole. Wow. And once I see myself as a part of a whole, then God has given us a word. I will say this on the encouraging side on the drop the oars mm-hmm. uh, piece is that I have seen more response in our Antioch local churches around the country, more response to this word than any other word we that God's given us through the years. Really? Like every pastor I'm talking to, they're saying, man, that really has resonated when mm-hmm. we drop the oars. Mm-hmm. And I love that yes. because it means God's on this. Right. Now, how we respond will determine kind of, do we get 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold out of this? And man, I'm a 100-fold type of desire. Uh, I was going to say guy, but that's just, (laughs) I wish that were true. It's my desire to be that. So we're going to help everybody in the local churches. So so everybody hang with us. We've got a little outline for today. It's going to be fun and hopefully powerful and helpful. but before we go there, uh, tell us what happened with Zach, because this feeds into exactly what we're talking about, Drop the Oars. Totally. So I was uh, Sunday, I was with Antioch Dallas for pastoral transition mm-hmm. from Zach to Joe Polino. Yep. It was a celebration. It was uh, just a special time to be there. I had pastored that church uh, years ago, so it was doubly special. Yes. And they, they just did a wonderful job. And there were gifts given to uh, Joe and uh, his wife, Amy. And so there was a board, you know, deal we did as a board. There was the the local leaders yeah. gave a gift within the congregation. Uh, unbeknownst to Zach or Joe or any leaders, they, on their heart, they had, we want to give a gift. To Zach and Christina. Uh, no, this was to Joe uh, and Amy. Oh, oh yes. I got it. Okay. Now, Zach and Christina, they were the ones that gave it, yes, but they it. gave it on behalf of the church. So got someone it. in the church, uh, a group, they decided, we're going to whittle, carve an oar. And so when they, I mean, we need to get, I need to get the picture. It's so powerful because to me, what it spoke of is we're, we're putting our stamp of approval as the church. We want you to lead within the context of that team. Um, but man, you, we see you as a, a, a family that are, has already surrendered and we're calling out of you to lead through surrender. Mm. Come on. That's they, that. they gave him a little or They gave him an or Lead through surrender and we'll follow. <laughs> Woo! That's it. Good way to start the year. Good way to start a new pastoral transition. I love that. So it was really powerful. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Well, hey, speaking of church and churches and dropping the oars, 
What, where, where should we go, brother? So let's do this. If I'm listening today and I'm a member of a leadership team or I'm a member of a local church, really anywhere in the world, take us through, I'm going I'm to give you the sequence, kind of the waiting on God mm-hmm. so it's not self-directed, but it's God-directed. Mm-hmm. And then pr- we're praying through, uh, you know, for breakthrough. Yeah. Okay, what's that activation? Right. Where are we trying to get to? Yeah. And then the, the whole thing of laying aside the self-directed life. I and mean, that's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. It's huge. All right, but take us through. Yeah, so, so um, again, what I would say is it needs to come down to, so Lord, how do we respond to dropping the oars? Mm-hmm. We got individual admonitions. So for us locally in Antioch, Waco, and again, as I share these things, these are descriptive and not prescriptive. Mm-hmm. What that means is learn from one another, uh, um, uh, be stirred by one another to love and good needs. Don't compare with one another mm-hmm. but uh, or compete with one another, but be stirred by right. one another. So hopefully these are some stirring thoughts. So as a community, we felt led of the Lord to simply set aside the whole week of uh, the 9th and 13th of January and opened up the auditorium three hours a night. And the only thing that prompt with the, the prompts that were going on was there was worship, instrumental worship music going on in the background. There were scriptures being scrolled that were reflective thoughts on my union with God or uh, my communion with people, love and forgiveness or the God's purpose. And there were some prompts um, that you could kind of meditate on and work through personally. But it would just come before the Lord and wait on God in silence. And the, the the beauty of that was I would sit up in the, we have kind of a uh, two-story deal. I was up in the bowl area, the top area. And I would just watch people meditate on scripture with their hands open or on their knees or just sitting quietly with their hands folded and watching the uh, submission, if you will, mm-hmm. silence mm-hmm. of the heart um, couples together, roommates, life groups sitting together, just journaling what the Holy Spirit was saying in silence. Mm-hmm. I got so stirred just and built up enough. just watching people mm-hmm. meet with God right. uh, or give God the space right. or give God the room uh, to speak. And I think that when we talk about uh, corporate response as a community, as a local church, we want to be uh, a people who uh, wait on God and follow God instead of anxiously initiate for God. Ooh. Okay? Okay. So we want to be those that God is the leader of this house, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Jesus being the, the demonstration of God on earth. Jesus is to be exalted, honored, and the head of the house. So, Lord, you speak. We're listening, mm-hmm. and we will respond. Mm-hmm. And so inviting people into us modeling that right. corporately right. Um, was very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think it made people who chose to take that time to do that. There was a, when we showed up on Sunday morning, there was just more of a unity. My, mm-hmm. my son-in-law said this. Uh, he was in our uh, college station church and had a powerful experience with the Lord. They um, They got married, they landed here and worked with us. And uh, Brady said, uh, I, today in church, I felt the healthiest we've ever been. I felt people were together. They were leaning in. There was a, there was a sense of a collective desire Mm. to hear from God and Mm. to respond to God. And 
I, I, I would say you can't separate out the, that waiting actively, mm-hmm. corporately from that unique moment. Right. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you have moments where you say God's here or, or God's doing something or I feel this collective hunger, desire for God more corporately? It never just happens. Right. There is a, a season of waiting or a resolve with God or surrender or something. Right. So that's that's one thing that mm-hmm. we've done uh, to respond, and 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 I just want more of it, right? I'm like, wow, that didn't take a lot of effort, right? Open the door, right? Play some music, play some music, scroll throw some, some scriptures, scriptures up, and let's see what God and does. Give God some space. Yeah. But I think the principle yeah. is you're offering a decompression yeah. zone yeah. and time that is allowing people to get away from. Yeah. The anxious yeah, yeah. coming down and the product that you're sharing with us, the fruit of it, yeah. is this unity, yeah. this catalyzing. Yeah, yeah. because remember, unity is impossible without Jesus being glorified mm-hmm. and central. Mm-hmm. When Jesus prays in John 17, you know, um, uh, Lord, the glory that we have, would you give it to them that they might be one right. as you and the Father one? But remember... Unity is impossible for humans without Jesus being central. Right. And um, uh, yeah, so we're just touching on something there. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So if we, we what, however that descriptive, yeah. not prescriptive happened yeah. to wherever our listeners are, what is a, what's in the next step? Yeah. So, um, so that, that was uh, the 9th through 13th. Then last week I unpacked Isaiah 33, 20 through 22. Mm-hmm. Please, if you're, if you're if you want to listen, you can join in with us. This week we're going to be unpacking Mark 6. It's going to be a powerful time together. But um, one of the things that we felt that we were then to activate out of this time of waiting was what we call praying and believing for breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And um, so everybody uh, at one time or another says, man, if God doesn't move, I'm not going to be able to make it mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally, relationally, physically, financially. There's always these crises that we're cyclically going through, um, and wherever they came from, whether it was our own flesh or the devil or God allowed, or however we got there, we are always in need of Mm -hmm. a breakthrough, the God of the breakthrough to come, it says in Chronicles. So uh, what what we submitted to everybody was, hey, here's a breakthrough card. Fill in what you need. I need to be healed. I need relational uh, um, healing in our, whatever it is. And if you want to put your name on there, you put your name on there. Then what we're going to begin on the 22nd, Sunday night, is 24 hours of prayer for seven straight days. So our live groups will take an hour, or individuals will sign up for an hour. And in that space, we're going to come and you'll worship. But then you'll go literally take those cards, which we have hundreds of them already. I think we'll end up with a couple thousand probably, where you literally know that my need's going to be prayed for by somebody in that 24-7 prayer room. Right. And Lord willing, every hour on the hour, right. somebody's lifting me before the Lord. Mm-hmm. So here, here's what I know about God, the Bible, and everything else, <laughs> is some people are going to get breakthroughs. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's called reap and sow. So, so uh, I don't know to the extent, are there going to be 2,000 miracles, or are there going to be 200? Mm-hmm. But for sure, 
Everything is going to be addressed in the spirit mm -hmm. realm before God, contending right. on behalf of legitimate people with legitimate needs, mm -hmm. and something's going to happen right. because there is no way if you just sow the word of God, right. sow the prayers of God mm -hmm. into the problems of man right. and not see an outcome of goodness and totally. loving kindness. Totally. So it's going to be a beautiful, mm -hmm. incredible week. And once again, what I what I like about this whole idea of us just coming to the prayer room and just simply lifting before God these needs is it takes the pressure off of us. Mm -hmm. We constantly feel we all deal with the never enough thing. Sure. Every local church is never enough sure. for somebody. Right. Right. And um, um, but the way you kind of get away from the never enough thing is to look up and simply call on the name of Jesus in the spaces and places where uh, you need an impossible mm -hmm. God to interact, and you do not have to pray it perfectly. You don't mm -hmm. have to worship perfectly. You just got to come right. and present your needs before God right. and all that. So anyway, I'm very excited about mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. and really um, so looking forward to the miraculous right. uh, things that God's going to do right. through that. Yeah. Sound, so quick aside, sounds to me 20 years ago, I was in New York City, uh, we went to the Brooklyn Tabernacle because, yeah. you know, when Jim Symbol was doing yeah, yeah. all the freshman fresh fire stuff. But I had heard they pray for, just like you're describing, specific needs right. anywhere in the world. They just send them, I don't know, probably before email, you write them in and they're sure. sitting there, real people's needs. Yes. And people coming together, reading off the card, didn't matter how they prayed it. Right. And they saw crazy, crazy yeah. miracles. So if you're saying that, I'm like, there's a, there is a, there's well, a history of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Of this. this isn't just, Oh, maybe it'd be cool if there's a real there's a real heritage. So I, I just I love that sweetness of the Lord entering into it. Yeah, Amen. Okay, so where we got the we got the, yeah. the breakthrough prayer. We're activating that. Right. Where, where we're trying to get to. Yeah, we're trying to get to, to what? Yeah. So so we're ending the month, this consecration month. I, I want to just put this in here for those who um, uh, would uh, or say, hey, how? What's something else I could do? Jesus said in. Uh, Matthew 17, 21, some things only come out by, by prayer and fasting. Mm. So one of our local guys, uh, uh, one of our leaders in the congregation, not a staff person, has initiated every year for years, 21 days of prayer and fasting. Mm -hmm. So he initiated, hey, let's do January 9th through the 30th. And so several of us are in that journey. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you want to join us, whether you take a day or jump in for the rest right. of the time or however much you want, I think that we always see more of a move of God when prayers are coupled with fasting mm -hmm. and not just prayers, though right. uh, it's amazing what prayers will do. Right. And But fasting, it, it, it just allows the, the spiritual realm to be broken up again. Right. And again, to be a little, a little left turn here, Isaiah 58 is a great yes. place to really look at that. So anyway, that's just a freebie on the, on the sideline. Yeah. So prayer and fasting. Uh, but ultimately, so on the 29th for us, at the end of the month, we're um, having a, a weekend here that's uh, for different prophetic leaders and prayer leaders from uh, our churches around the country. Mm -hmm. So that's, I'm excited about that. But then on the Sunday morning, uh, we have uh, a dear friend that we'll, we'll introduce you to on the pod, podcast real soon, who uh, is partnering with a lot of our workers on the field to do um, evangelism discipleship digitally. So mm. connecting people, uh, an example would be a single mom in Thailand, Buddhist, was desperate, mm. um, 
was on Facebook, a little pop-up comes up. If you're desperate and need help, click here. Uh, get some introduction to the gospel, to Jesus, responds to that. And through this digital process, eventually um, begins to study the Bible, then meets our guys. And again, I, I may be botching the actual details of the story, but I'll, uh, this is the general idea of the story, is she comes to the Lord, her family comes to the Lord. These are Buddhists right. who come to Jesus and now are being discipled and mentored by our team. And wow. now it's multiplying out throughout her family and wow. relationships. So this uh, this friend's going to be with us on Sunday morning. Talk to us about this whole deal of um, how is God using uh, digital uh, evangelism and discipleship to connect us with life on life action. And one of the coolest things that he's got, and this is what I'm excited about, mm -hmm. is um, virtual praying. Virtual so praying. Google Maps, and again, if you are a techie, forgive me for even <laughs> trying to explain this. But let me just say it this way. Bottom line is Google Maps, we're aware of the flyover looks of different parts of the world. But of course, they, they not of course, they have open sourced or allowed it, this to be open to where you can literally granulate it down to your house and walk around your house with right. either VR goggles or some kind of you know visual demonstration. So what, what he is helping us do is praying on site with insight now. Yeah. So if an example would be if I'm in Waco, Texas right now, and I'm doing, I want to go prayer walk uh, my neighborhood. You could join me virtually right. on the prayer walk. Right. So we're partnering in prayer right. with people that are laboring and believing for friends and neighbors in different locations all over the world, from Afghanistan right. to the Middle East to Waco, Texas. We can begin to activate our prayer meetings in a visual way right. to partner with our labors on the ground right. to see the breakthroughs that everybody desperately needs. Wow. Isn't that, I love, I love isn't that, that. cool? I love that. So when we say drop the oars, we are dropping the oars of self-directed life, dropping wow. the oars to surrender our hearts fully to Jesus, but then we're taking up right. what God's doing, which is wanting to pour out his spirit in salvation, miracles, disciple making, and church planting. We're taking up the goodness of God through different activation points, even mm -hmm. as we're surrendering the stuff, right. it's not needed. Right. <laughs> so ask me about the self-directed life to end. <laughs> well, you're, you're, already, you're already moving in that direction. Yeah. Right. So tell if, yeah. we're, if we're trying to resist, you know, or surrender mm -hmm. to self-directed life, how count yeah. that off for us? So, okay. We started off saying, uh, we, not me. Yes. What is this local church yes. doing? Here's some things. And again, I can share great stories with other local churches that are doing beautiful things. But let me just summarize it with this. When people have asked about dropping the oars, um, you know, of course, the, it's personal behaviors and all that. But what is at the center of it? It's the self-directed, self-exalted life. Mm. I am not just trying to get rid of a few bad habits and things that are not good. What I'm trying to do is quit ruling my own life. Mm enthroning Jesus to direct, lead, and guide my life as it should be, right. as he created me for, right. and as the only way I'm going to be happy in life. Mm -hmm. So, and the byproduct of that will be, of course, then let's get rid of besetting sins, let's get rid of distractions, let's get rid of other stuff. But the core of it is, I am done with leading my own life. Wow. It's not, we, we hopefully we made that decision at salvation, I can't get out of my sin, Without a savior, right. I'm saved by faith. 
But we, but the, but the beauty and the desire of this whole drop the oars word for us personally, for us as a local church, for mm-hmm. us as a community of believers worldwide is: Would we give up the enthronement of self right. over the enthronement of God, mm-hmm. so that He can rule and reign and lead His people rightly right. in both intimacy, power, and proclamation of His goodness, mm-hmm. and um, when we come to that resolve of, I'm done with leading my own life, right. I want him to lead everything, right. from the sports field, to the house, uh, to the workplace, uh, to the mission field, mm-hmm. then we begin to have a God-centered worldview that allows God to then begin to right. take over right. every space and every place. Right. That's what I got for today, brother. Okay, so Lord, come and take over. Come and take over, we pray. Amen. Amen.